Have you ever returned home from an amazing vacation or extended trip so fully alive, only to be hit with the post-traveler blues? Guess what? Reality doesn't have to bite. The Traveler's Heart wants to inspire travelers and encourage armchair travelers to see everyday life as a travel experience. We all have a traveler living inside us whose sole purpose is to help us escape what we know so we can see and experience life from a new perspective. We are excited to explore conversations about why we travel, how we travel, and the benefits of mindful, purposeful travel. Additionally, we will dive deep into how our passions, cultural preferences, biases, beliefs, life's events, life stages, and even astrology all impact our travel choices. I am your host, Julia Zolfo, and this is the Traveler's Heart Podcast. Welcome back, travel enthusiasts, to another episode of the Traveler's Heart Podcast, where our mission here is to inspire you, our listeners, to see every day as an opportunity to be a traveler and just see life with the lens from that traveler's heart. You know, most of us who are out there when we travel, we love to have new experiences, we experiment with new experiences, and when we travel, our heart and our minds are so much more open. The truth is, Why do we have to wait until we are traveling in order to feel more alive and awake to everyday living? So part of my mission and part of the Traveler's Heart podcast is to invite incredible people who are out there right now living the approach of the Traveler's Heart and they're seizing the moment and doing things that really fuel their heart and they're not waiting just for this one moment in time. So I want you all to remember that living ridiculously fulfilled doesn't require a passport. However, our guest today does have a lot of passport stamps in her passport. And so uh, Liza Lomax, Welcome to the Traveler's Heart Podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, I'm excited to have you too. And you know, listeners, you know, as I'm choosing different guests to come here, I'm really focusing on finding like these incredible souls that, you know, as travelers, we all can appreciate or maybe even inspire about how they're living their daily life and really inspire us like, "Mm, how can I do a little bit more of that in my own life? So in inviting Liza here today, Liza and her partner, Joy, are on this journey right now of exploring the world to find out where their forever home is. So Liza, where are some of those places that you've explored that you're kind of seeking where that your new forever home may be someday? Well, uh, like you, you've said before too, and we've talked before that home is where your heart is. And, and, you know, most people look at home as like a structure, like you have to be in, in that structure. But to me, it's a feeling in my entire life. I have never had that feeling of like a home. Like I go to that place and it's like, it's just a house. It's just a place. And when I started looking at it as like home is like where I'm at, it's inside my heart. And it doesn't matter where I am in the world. I'm always home. And when I say forever home, I take that one step further. It's like we, you know, I've lived all over the U.S. I've 
visited all over the U.S. And I'm I'm a little bit different. I do have two passports, two different passports to two different countries. Oh, and what and, two countries are is that? Uh, well, the U.S. of course, right? and then Denmark. Oh, okay. um, so I'm actually a dual citizen, and have dual citizenship between both both countries. So I've had the privilege of going back and forth to Europe as, as a young child and exploring the world. And I wanted to be closer to my family over here. And when I say over here is that currently I am over here in Europe. I'm in Florence, Italy. And these are one of the places of a stop that we wanted to make um, just to kind of get a feel of, of the area and, and, you know, do we want to make this space, you know, uh, maybe a hub or a a place that we come to on a regular basis. And I've been, uh, we've spent some time in Portugal. We've spent some time in Ireland and now we're exploring Italy and um, we'll be visiting a couple of different other places, Ecuador, Malta, which I have been to already before just to kind of get a feel in a sense, like, you know, do we want to plant roots here? Do we want to have a second home here? I mean, whatever it is, we're, we're very open to whatever's, whatever the universe is going to present to us. Wow. Well, you know, in the traveler's heart, we have the T and the T is all about like trusting flow. And, you know, a lot of people say they want to live in flow and live a little more spontaneous, but you know, that takes a very courageous spirit to do something like that. So thank you for just sharing your journey and inspiring people how it is possible to do, right? Oh, very much possible. It's, I had a, I had, so my dad is, is, was born and raised in Denmark. And so my entire life, he has traveled all over the world. And when I was 14, I had this dream that I wanted to do the same thing that he did. I wanted to go where I wanted to go, see what I wanted to see, be where I wanted to be because I could. And I made that conscious decision to do that. And it took me a little longer to get to that space than it did for him. And uh, like he left the corporate world when he was 30 and he never looked back and he was just an entrepreneur and he just had his hands and dipped in so many different things, traveled all over the world. I used to get postcards from him from all over the place. Um, He speaks, you know, multiple languages. And I always wanted to live that life. I wanted to just do that. And so I totally made it possible. And I met somebody who was in my life that wanted the same things. It's wow. like, how, how awesome is that to like want amazing. the same, have the same vision, you know, and the same dream to do those things. Absolutely. And what I want to share with the listeners is a little more about you because, you know, you're not just out there living. Yes, you're out there living every day and having these incredible experiences, but you also have an, a very successful coaching business. And so Liza is a body, mind and food coach, and she really works with people people about their unhealthy relationship with food. And I can imagine, you know, here you're living in all these other countries, right? And food Mm -hmm. is right there in your face. And so for someone who've been very vulnerable and very transparent, Liza, in your own struggles and battles with, you know, emotional eating. And because of that, and what you've learned in your own journey, you have made it out now your life's work to really work with people about their emotions and their eating. And so how is that playing out as you're traveling the world and seeing how food 
emotions. Is that just something that's a conversation here in the U.S.? Or is that something that you're kind of noticing as you're traveling throughout these incredible places that you are? It's a worldwide thing. It really is. Um, Yes, it's much more of an epidemic in the U.S. Um, We have so many things plastered in our faces and, you know, it's, it goes, it goes so far back into our childhood, a lot of the conditioning and what I like to call brainwashing that happens to us at very, at a very young age. And it happens all over the place. It's not just in the U S and I've seen more and more countries that have the fast food places and unhealthy, you know, unhealthy relationships with food and eating more unhealthier foods and a lot of fried foods and a lot of things that just are honestly not the healthiest for you. Mm. And, um, and not just that, it's just a lot of the, the mindset behind it too. I've noticed the more and more I talk to people, it's not just in the U S that they have a, have a struggle with emotional eating. It's, it's, pretty much worldwide. Yes. So when you're traveling to all these different countries, and I know listeners do, they don't get the opportunity to live in the places that you're living, but people have gone to Ireland and gone to Portugal. What is some advice that you can give our listeners that when they're out there traveling to make healthier food choices as they're enjoying their travels? You know, I'm a firm believer on meal prepping and having your meals ready. And when you're in these countries, it's like, yeah, it's okay to partake in the food. You know, like right now we're in Italy. It's like, okay, Italy, pizza, pasta, yes. you know, the, the pastries and things like that. Yes, we're going to partake in it. But we've actually gotten to the point where we're kind of like tired of it. And, you know, we usually don't eat that stuff every day. It's more like a, um, once or twice a week or on the weekends, that kind of thing. So we, we focus on like, okay, we pick two meals a week and we have our lunches and our dinners and we prep them, we prepare them, you know, so making sure that things are already prepped and ready to go, or you have stuff on hand, so that you're not, you know, scrounging or going out or getting hangry or you're short on time and you're like hitting the, hitting the fast food places Absolutely. or the, going to the restaurants like once, you know, like every, every single night or getting takeout or those kind of things. Yeah. Well, I would say that in my travels, some of the things that I really enjoyed, and I remember this specifically in Greece, is going to the farmer's market and going mm-hmm. to just the little, you know, little uh, shack. And one of my favorite things that I lived on when I was in Greece was cucumbers, tomatoes, and feta, right? With a little like olive oil, a little seasoning. And I really just enjoyed eating that local and fresh. And I noticed that when I was eating more the local and fresh, that my body didn't feel as heavy as when I was eating some of the other things. How do you incorporate the local foods and, and the food? I'm assuming kind of going down to the markets is something that's part of your repertoire being out there. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, you want to try the local food because you're going to be, be there. But if it's, if it's not, uh, if it's not something that you are into, then going to the farmer's markets, getting, you know, trying a new recipe, trying something different, you know, the, um, yeah, the local cuisine is okay to some point. And then like, say, say like for Italy, like in Italy, 
their pasta and their breads are made so much differently than the U.S. When you're in the U.S. and you go to a restaurant and you order pasta or you order spaghetti or something with pasta and you feel you, you feel kind of like that heavy feeling after you eat that stuff. Well, here in Italy, it's not that way. So what they do is they, they prep it. Like they, I don't remember the exact process, but they, they prep it for like three days straight where it takes a lot of that, that feeling, that, that feeling that you get when you have too much pasta and it, it makes it more airy and lighter and fluffier. And so that you can't more, or you can enjoy it and not have that feeling. Um, some places that we go to, you know, we do take, um, like we'll take an enzyme. So mm. that will help us digest okay. the food a little bit better. And because we're not quite used to it. So, or like places like Ireland, Ireland is a lot about meat and potatoes. They're very meat and potatoes, which is a lot, a lot like Midwest, you know, the meat and potatoes. So if you like that, you'll love it in, in Ireland, but we're not meat and potatoes people. So, you know, again, picking out a couple of recipes during the week, having the meal prep, you know, prepping it, having the meals ready to go. And if we want to go out a day or two, and I'm not saying there's nothing, there's, there's nothing wrong with eating out or going to restaurants. Oh, of course not. Food. No, there's I get it. I'm not hearing that at all. Wrong. I'm yeah. not hearing that at all. But it's like, you still, I mean, if you're looking to have healthier ways of eating, then yeah, then make your meals, you know, pick a couple recipes, make those meals and then go out once or twice during the week or the weekend and enjoy the areas that you're in. Yeah. yeah. But I think that's more possible too, you know, with this whole trend now of people staying more at Airbnbs, right. And having access to a kitchen and then having so, access to go to the local yeah. market. I feel that that would be a way that I would be traveling more, you know, versus just going to restaurants all the time. And hey, you know what, let's just face it in this economy, it's actually probably more economical for people yeah. like to be having doing their preps at home. So can yeah. you share with people, I know that you have a, a program coming up, you know, yes. helping people with all this, can you share with the listeners how they can really learn more about what you teach people about the food prep and being aware and the mindfulness? What's going on? What are you doing? in here. Yeah. So I have a group program that's starting in a couple of weeks called evolve beyond emotional eating. Mm. Um, so it's all about, it's a, it's a 12 weeks to keeping weight off during the holidays and beyond. Oh, wow. So a lot of times during the holidays, we get so stressed, we get so ridden with anxiety and we're around people that we don't necessarily want to be around, whether it's our coworkers or our loved ones or our family members. And so we tend to emotionally eat a lot more during the holidays and research has shown that you gain anywhere from two to 10 pounds just from the holiday season. Ugh, right. And yes. And so year after year, that adds up, that adds up, that adds up. And I'm taking to an account Halloween, Thanksgiving and Christmas because come on, Halloween, people like to partake in Halloween candy. They like Absolutely. to partake in their kids. Halloween candy corns. <laughs> yes. You know, and then you have Thanksgiving and you're around family. And when, when COVID happened, a lot of, you know, we weren't really around family, but we still had those struggles mm. with being around family members. And then when we got together again, you know, when, when COVID ended and we were able to get together with family, it's, you still had those patterns of those still things being triggered. So 
the holidays are, are so, so triggering in so many ways, like so much stress, so much anxiety. And then what we do, we go to the number one item, the number one source that we've used for years and years and years to combat those emotions, food. Food is the number one source that we turn to. We all turn to food to fill our bodies so we don't feel an emotion at times. And we've all done this to yeah. one extreme or the other. Guilty, guilty. Absolutely. <laughs> well, you know, Liza, part of coming on here today is I really wanted to just highlight your bravery and what you enjoy are doing in terms of traveling the world and really inspiring other people what is possible in living life, you know, attached to the traveler's heart. And, you know, we talked about home being a feeling versus a destination with things. But as we continue this conversation, I really sense this deeper conversation about the food and the emotional eating and whether you're overseas or here in the U.S. As we come in into the holidays, I would love to invite you back and talk a little bit more. And perhaps you can be like a really great resource for people as we're going through the holidays to really remind them and maybe talk about some mindset things they can practice and put into mm -hmm. place and then share with them more ways that they can really begin to learn from you and follow you. Where are you on social media and how can people follow you? I am everywhere. So I am on Facebook. I am on TikTok. I'm on Instagram. I am on LinkedIn. I have a YouTube channel. Um, my website is super easy, lizalomax.com. I'm also on Clubhouse. Okay. And so I'm pretty much anywhere. You can Google my name and I'm sure something will come up. Oh, excellent. And again, Liza, just thank you for being an inspiration to me and to our listeners, because, you know, I think people in this world now, post COVID, the opportunity to be more remote, to be more digital, right? And coming online, people can work with you, even though you're over there in Italy, mm -hmm. they can work with you anywhere in the world and to have access to your knowledge and, and truly to your passion. You know, I think we teach what we've learned. And what I really would love to do when you come back, Liza, if you're open, really share your journey about what happened to you in your own breakdown to have that breakthrough so that you can really stand in this place of being an authority and, and from compassion for people who are going through this. And again, around the holiday time, you said there are so many triggers. Yeah. Let's come back and like give some people a grounding space that they can come to and, and some resources that while they're actually going through the holidays, you can really be a support for them. Is that okay? Would you love to do that? Yes, I would love to do that. Awesome. Well, thank you for being part of the Traveler's Heart family of guests. And we look forward to seeing you on another episode of the Traveler's Heart. Until then, be safe and enjoy your time in Italy. Thank you. Bye, Bye. Liza. Thank you for venturing with me through the Traveler's Heart podcast. I appreciate you inviting me into your life. Please subscribe to the Traveler's Heart podcast and leave a heartfelt review. Remember, it's always more fun to travel with friends, so invite them to subscribe too. I want to invite you to my website, juliezolfo.com, to receive a free gift called the ABCs of Living Ridiculously Fulfilled. There, you will also find the link to my Amazon best-selling book, The Way of the Traveler's Heart.